Steve's NRL Season Previews, the Sydney Roosters. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Season Previews for the Sydney Roosters. I'm your host, Stephen Westway. It is Teamless Tuesday, which means that we're only hours away from the teams, the first teams of 2022 dropping. I'm excited for it. I hope you guys are as well. I've still got some season previews to wrap up, but make sure you tune in from 5.30pm for the first official Steve's NRL Footy Tips of the year. It's going to be a great show. I'm going to have a player profile. I'm going to predict all the games in round one, obviously. I'm going to give you some super coach tips and some bets for this weekend. All right, but we're talking about the Sydney Roosters right now, and... I mean, last year, 2021, let's call it what it was, it was a bit of a disaster at certain points for the Sydney Roosters. For, so for them to finish the regular season in fifth position ahead of a team like the Parramatta Eels, who, you know, had such a promising start to the season, it was unbelievable, and it was a real accomplishment, and really just showed um, everybody how much, uh, how far the Roosters had kind of come along. I mean... In round three, we saw Luke Keery kind of go get his season-ending ACL injury. That was followed by, you know, Boy Corden and Jake Friend pretty much having been forced to retire due to ongoing injuries. Then Brett Morris did his ACL. Lindsay Collins got injured in round... They both got injured in round eight, Collins and Brett Morris. So it was just one kind of disaster after another for the club. But they still managed to end the season with 16 wins and eight losses, which was really impressive. For the tri-colours in the Roosters. And, you know, it's one of those things where you you look at... uh, You looked at the back end of last year. And I said at the time that I didn't think the Roosters had it in them to win the Premiership. And really do anything in the the finals. And, you know, a lot of people said, well, you're kind of ruling them out a little bit early. But to get even get to the finals was a huge win for the Sydney Roosters with all the obstacles they had to overcome last year. And, you know, if we're looking at their seasons by the numbers, they were still fifth in the game in attack. They were scoring over 25 points a game. So very impressive considering they had to, you know, blood all this young talent and give opportunities to guys like Joseph Suwali, Sam Walker, Lachlan Lamb, Adam Keegren, all these young guys. Um... But their attack throughout the the season remained strong. They didn't make, you know, a huge amount of... Like, they didn't make themselves a huge amount of opportunities in opposition's 20 because they were 12th in that regards. but they also finished near the top in errors. So um, it just shows you that when they did have opportunities in opposition lines, a lot of times they took it, but the toll really started to weigh on the Roosters towards the back end of the season. But, I mean... As I said, star-making performances, Sam Walker, Suwali, all these young guys, by giving them experience, giving them some first-grade level, and giving them a taste of the top grade, it has put them in such good stead for 2022 that they are a lot of people's favourites to win the Premiership, and I think rightfully so. I mean, the Storm and Penrith, they're going to be hard to beat as ever. The Eels, they're coming into their own as well, but the Roosters have just blooded so much talent into the top grade, um, and you know, you, you, we all know the story about how they how they basically take other players from from other teams and and, and make them stars, but they're kind of picking talent and with their unlimited salary cap, so to speak, they're stealing some of the other 
uh, club's best players. But what the Roosters do is they get them and they make those players better. And what they do is they have such a good development system in place. Trent Robertson is really good at scouting out young talent and, and talent that he wants in the club. Nick Politis, um, you know, provides his financial support to it as well. And they're able to just get the best young recruits in the NRL, which is what they did. And those guys, you know, they weren't completely ready for first grade. A lot of those kids last year, but they really stepped up and, and you know, carried the Roosters into that finals series with, obviously, the likes of guys like James Tedesco and Maria Hargrave, some of these veterans at the club, Joey Manu as well, and Josh Morris. And, you know, they led the way and, and kind of took some of the pressure off the young guys and they could just play their natural games and they did it admirably in uh, in 2021. So when you look at the Roosters and their lineup in 2022, if you look at the player movement, there's not a huge amount of signings that they've got, but they have picked up some handy ones. Connor Watson um, comes back to the Roosters from the Newcastle Knights and he's probably developed into the best or at least one of the best utilities in the NRL. He can play anywhere in the forwards. He can play in the halves. He can even play in the backs. He's a valuable asset to this Roosters side and I think he could be spending a lot of time at hooker in 2022. They've also brought Kevin Nagama back over from England. He's a very good centre and I feel like he's finally matured and is playing some of his best football and he did that at St. Helens last year and Paul Monroski has come from the Penrith Panthers, obviously grand final winning team and you know he's a traveler he goes to a lot of clubs but he'll bring a little bit of experience in the centers there as well which you know that back line needs a little bit more those wingers and centers after the morris's retirements in 2021 they've also signed Randolph with tony who's a decent forward from the canterbury bulldogs so they've got some some key men there but they're usually they're mostly going to use the talent they have in 2022 and continue to nurture and develop some of these young players with some of the superstars of the game in guys like James Tedesco and Luke Keery, who's back on board, obviously, this year as well. Um, as I said, they've, they've lost guys like Corden, a friend, the Morris brothers. They've all retired. Uh, Isaac Liu's a big loss. He's gone to the Gold Coast Titans. And Maki Ikevar, who has gone to Cronulla. Um, obviously, their big signing in 2023 is Brandon Smith. He's going to come over next year. He won't be here in 2022. So it'll be interesting to see how Sam Verrills goes this season, considering all the pressure that's going to be on him um, to try to keep a spot in the Rooster 17, or he might be forced out and, and forced to look to other opportunities if he wants to be a starting hooker in the NRL. But this season's a season for him to highlight that he's still got plenty to give in the NRL. For such a young kid, he, he looks like he's got a promising career ahead of him. He's had a few injury-ravaged seasons, but this is really a chance to make a statement and say that he wants to be a um, one of the premier hookers in the game. So... Um, I mean, if you go to NRL.com and you look at their best 17, it's hard to beat this 17 on paper when you compare it to other teams because, as I said, they've got a great uh, mix of youth and experience. Some of these guys are, are in career-best form and some of them are heading in career-best form and you can really see how strong a unit the Roosters are going to be this year. It's a powerhouse side. They've got Tedesco at fullback. They're going to have Tupo and NRL.com thinks they're going to have Joseph Suwali on the other wing, Joey Manu and Paul Monoroski. Um, in the centres, Lou Keery and Sam Walker as the halves, Jared Rahira Hargraves and Lindsay Collins, that's a powerful front row, Sam Verrills as I mentioned, he's going to be the hooker, uh, Statili Tubanua who's another young kid who's got a bright future and he's really dangerous on that edge, he's going to be combining with Angus Crichton as the second rowers, Victor Radley is back on board this year as well and he was a big loss last year at points in the season, he's going to be a lock, um, Connor Watson, Butcher, 
Takiaho and Renolf Atoni, uh, the NRL.com reckons, will be their strongest bench in 2022. And really, it's hard to disagree with any of that squad. I mean, as I mentioned, where's can you find a weakness in that 17? Their bench looks good. Um, you know, it all looks promising there for the Roosters. And even if we go to Fox Sports, who have their predicted round one outfits, it's a very similar lineup. They've got Kevin Nagama taking that wing spot over Suwali, but with whatever option you go, you can either give Suwali a little bit more first-grade experience. If you don't think he's ready, you can get him a reserve grade, and Nagama brings that experience um, in big-game situations that the Roosters uh, will create. They've also got Connor Watson... Um, as hooker in round one, because of course Sam Verrill suspended for the first round of the competition. Um, but apart from that, um, it looks like they will be full strength. There's rumours that Luke Keary might not be ready from his ACL injury in 2021 to come back in round one. At worst, he'll be back in round two, and there's potentially going to be a shift where Joey Manu goes and plays 5 8, and you've got um, someone like Suwali or. Um, or Billy Smith getting that other center position, or even Adam Keegan. So those guys that I'm saying just elevates and, and, and highlights the amount of depth this club has. I mean, looking at this squad that they've got, guys that aren't even in their first-grade squad, according to the NRL, that won't make their strongest squad. you got guys like Baker, um, Egan Butcher, you know, Billy Smith, as I mentioned, Drew Hutchinson, Lachlan Liam, Keegan, Billy Smith, I mean... Uh, Daniel Fafita as well. The list kind of goes on and on. Um, and, you know, that's just their starting kind of 30 squad. And they've got a lot of good young kids coming through. And it just shows you the depth that the Roosters have. And with the COVID-19 kind of affected world at the moment, you're going to have a lot of players kind of sliding in and out depending on, you know, if they get COVID or not, obviously, throughout the season. But so it's so good to see the Roosters have so much depth there. The pressure will be on their halves, Sam Walker and Luke Keary. Keary's coming off an ACL injury, and that's never easy to return from. And Sam Walker's going to have his first full season in the NRL, and he did a great job last year. He was the rookie of the year, but it was one where he got really battered, and his body has to adjust to the NRL, um, and whether he is going to be able to play at a full season at this current stage of his career is to remain to be seen. But as I mentioned, they've got so many options that can fill in for him in the halves, whether it's Manu, Adam Keegan, Lachlan Lamb, Drew Hutchison. So if he needs a, a break at any part of the year, you know you've got a lot of guys to cover there for him. And, uh, you know, for Sam Walker, it's all about getting through his first full season in the NRL, adjusting the body towards it, and just playing their support role to Luke Keary because Keary's going to come back. It's going to be his team to control. I expect he'll be doing a lot of the majority of the kicking, and he's really going to get... Um, his combinations, it will be important to get them right with guys like Tedesco and uh, and Sam Verrills so they don't kind of overstep each other. And Sam Walker, he's just got to play a simple role, support Kiri when he needs it, find a little bit of a running game, don't be afraid to take it on the line and just do uh, the things that he does so well naturally. So it's going to be interesting to see how all the elements combine because sometimes Tedesco and Kiri have gotten into each other's way before, as I mentioned. Tedesco, I think, is going to have a huge season. I mean... He was great last season, but obviously Tommy Turbo is the talk of the town at the moment, how electric he's been. Um, and it, last year was one of the best individual seasons I've ever seen in rugby league. But I think Tedesco is going to be uh, taking the challenge on, and I think that he's going to provide the best football we've ever seen James Tedesco provide in 2022. I think it's going to be a huge season ahead for him, and I think his influence on the game is even going to go greater, and I think he's going to be one of the favourites to potentially win the Dalian Medal of the Year come the end of the season. That's how I think, how high 
I think his seasons are going to soar to in 2022, and he's going to be able to prove that he still is the premier fullback in the NRL. So um, I just can't see any negatives when I'm talking about the Roosters. They seem to have all the every kind of aspect of, of what you want from a, a, an NRL career. They seem hungry. They seem determined after, you know, the mixed results they had in 2021. They've got such an intimidating forward pack. Guys like Collins, Hargraves, Crichton, Radley. These guys kind of instill fear into other teams. You know they're going to be running at your day. You know they're going to be tackling hard and they're going to get their backs and, and their stars. Guys like Kieran Tedesco in a good position because they're a team that's just going to roll over opposition forward packs and it's going to be a challenge for every other forward pack in the NRL, including the you know the some of the most feared in the NRL. It's got teams like the Storm and the Penrith. Their forward pack's going to have to aim up to stop this Roosters forward pack because they got just so, so much firepower. And then when you bring their bench on guys like Watson that can play anywhere and some of these young, hungry guys... Um, I just think that the Roosters forward pack is the best in the NRL at the moment, and they're going to be hard to stop no matter who is coming up against them. So I think that this is a make or break, well, not a make or break season, but I think this is a very important season for the Roosters because I think the expectation is that they're going to go very close to the premiership. I'm going to predict them to be premiers, but if they don't go that far, they get a few injuries against them as well, then you've got to start thinking, well, are these young guys and this depth, it's going to be tested again for a second year. How are they going to respond? Even if they do get those big injuries, I still think they're going to have a big season, the Roosters, just based on how much first-grade experience they now have in the club. Um, but, I, yeah, I think the Roosters are going to win this premiership. And, you know, I'm a Rabbitohs supporter, so that's a hard thing for me to say. But I just see so many positives to this side at the moment. They have so much depth, so much attacking prowess, and I think the defense is going to aim up for their tar- the task. If there is one weakness that the Roosters have at full strength, I think it's that those big forwards, because they have a lot of big forwards, get a little bit tired, but they even covered that with guys like Radley and Watson, and you know they're going to, and, and, and Angus Crichton, you know they're going to, um, you know, bring out big minutes. They're going to be playing close to 80 minutes if they have to, and I just think that this team's going to go full steam ahead. I think they're going to really put a dent into this competition, and I expect them to be there the first week of October. Um, you know, you, if you listen to my other season previews, you know my runners up, but the Roosters for me are my predicted premiers for 2022. All right, well that was my season preview for the Roosters. As I mentioned, I just, I just think the sky's the limit for this club. I think that they can really not just win this year's competition. I think they can. Be very successful for the next few years. As a Rabbitohs fan, I don't want to see it. I don't want to say it, but I try to be as unbiased as possible. And, you know, as I mentioned, it's just hard to see a weakness in this Roosters side. Even if they get injuries, you know they're going to be top four bound. It's just whether they can take it to the extra level and get that premiership um, that, you know, they, they won two in a row a few years ago. I think they're in a position to uh, potentially do something like that again in the next few years. So that was my season preview for the Sydney Roosters. My top four's coming up. But as I said... Steve's NRL Footy Tips, it starts tonight. Check it out. Tuesday afternoon, 5.30pm. It's going to be out, and I'm going to break down round one, give you my predictions, and I'm very excited for the start of the 2022 season. I hope you guys are as well, and I hope you join me on this journey on Steve's NRL Footy Tips. Thank you for listening to Steve's NRL season previews today, and I'll see you guys with my top four predictions, well, my predictions for last year's top four coming up shortly.